Welcome back to our podcast on from Explore the Bible. We're looking at session nine this week. We're looking at Romans ten verses five through fifteen. Probably one of the more familiar passages in the whole book of Romans. Verses five through ten, we focus on the idea of confess and believe. In this section, Paul explains that righteousness is secured through faith and not the law, which has been his theme throughout the book of Romans. He quotes Moses to emphasize the inability of humanity to attain righteousness through the law and points out that salvation comes through confession and belief or faith in the resurrected Jesus. From there, he moves on in verses 11 and thir- through 13 to the idea of whoever. Paul declares that salvation through faith in Jesus is available to everyone regardless of race or heritage. The last section in this particular part of Romans is is the challenge to tell people, verses 14 and 15. He has a set of rhetorical questions uh, that encourages Christians to share the gospel with everyone, noting that people cannot respond to the gospel unless they hear it. For a lot of folks, this particular section of Romans, uh, this verses 14 and 15, God used to help them understand uh, their call to ministry. That was true for me, and I know it's true for others as well. So this is a, a key part, key element of what we're looking at. This week I'm being joined by Tim Pollard. Tim gives leadership to the team that produces the Children's Explore the Bible. So, Tim, thank you for being with us today as we talk about Romans 10. Awesome. Thanks for having me. This is probably one of the more familiar passages, maybe the most familiar passage in Romans, especially verses 8, 9, and 10. How do we help our group look at this with fresh eyes? Well, that's a really good question. Um, I think one of the things that I always like to do, uh, since I lead the team that produces Explore the Bible Kids, I think as adults, a lot of times we start thinking like adults, and we have lost the ability to think like kids. So to think through a passage sometimes as maybe we would teach it to a child or as we see it through a child's eyes really is a great way for us to kind of get perspective on what this passage is really trying to teach us. I, I know as a children's pastor many years ago, uh, it was always fun for me to lead like a children's sermon during uh, corporate worship. Um, and I w- was always amazed how many adults would come up afterwards and say how gracious or how grateful they were to hear something explained in the in the way that a child could understand it. So approaching this, you know, how would we teach this to kids? We're really, we're just looking at the context of what is Moses trying to say, or what is Paul saying that Moses is trying to say, and how is he trying to help them to truly understand that what had been done in the past uh, really didn't work. Um, People were trying to gain their own righteousness through the works they were doing, and by trying to keep up with the law. Um, And that clearly wasn't the way to go about it. There was a better way, and God had a better way, and that better way came through, through Jesus Christ. Um, so that's really, in a nutshell, what this chapter of Romans is really trying to teach us. So we could go back and look at Leviticus 18 mm-hmm. when we're doing this, and that may give us some perspective, fresh eyes as, as adults. There is the wonderment part, too, that we, you know, the further we get away from our conversion experience, the less we wonder about it. Absolutely. And I think what... What Moses said in Leviticus is the one who lives by the law or does these things by the law 
um, will live by them. And that's really just talking about bringing life. Um, but ultimately, even Moses told them that that was not the best way um, because they would never be able to fulfill the law. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the purpose of the law. <laughs> that's why it was there, so that they would know that, that they would never be able to fulfill the law in their own. Uh, they would have to have a Savior to come and uh, make that right. In this section, we see you know, the uh, believe, confess, Actually, you see confess first and then believe. Is the order important in what Paul has here? Are these steps? Are they steps or are they all in one things? Or how, how should we help our groups understand this? Okay. You don't necessarily know that they're in a particular order uh, in the way that Paul gives them. Um, but I think they are important, certainly, uh, because in order for us to come to a place where Christ is our Lord, you know, we have to make confession. Um, and that confession is confessing Christ as as Lord. Um, and that's the same. It's more than just believing Absolutely. facts. It's about yes. accepting him as being in charge. Correct. It's more than a head knowledge. Mm-hmm. You hear that all the time. It's not just a head knowledge. It's a heart knowledge. And that's what that really is getting to. It's It's more than just believing that Jesus is the Son of God. Uh, because, you know, James teaches that even the demons believe that. Uh, they believe that Jesus is the Son of God, but, you know, uh, they don't have the heart knowledge to they're have it make a difference. To, they're not choosing to follow him life. at that point. Correct. In that sense. Um, there probably will be some people in the group who who have head knowledge. Mm-hmm. Maybe they made a decision when they were a child. Mm-hmm but they really didn't understand it. Uh, there, there is a possibility that during this particular session, we could help them um, reassess their salvation experience, look at what it means, and they may, they may need to ref, uh, reflect, um, rework it in their own mind to, find, mm-hmm. to make sure that they've done uh, these things. Um, do you see that as something that... that we as teachers need to encourage or not encourage? I I would definitely encourage uh, them to do that. Absolutely. Um, I counsel, you know, kids all the time where we talk about that. Um, And even as adults, how do you help kids understand that? Well, you just help them to understand that um, their relationship with Christ needs to continue to grow. Um, And it's okay for you to have questions. It's okay for you to question whether that salvation experience was a real thing. Um, because it's it's giving you refocus into what that decision to follow Christ was all about. Is God still working in your life? Um, and the fact that you're having some of those questions may really truly mean that God is working in your life to help draw you closer to Him. Um, and even as adults, you know, we want to continually do things like read our Bibles, uh, attend church, go to small group Bible studies, uh, do those things that keep us grounded in the Word so that we do continue to increase and to grow that relationship with Christ. Paul mentions everyone. Mm-hmm. Everyone who calls, that means everyone. How can we help our groups put this in practical terms? Okay. I, I think that's fun because <coughs> Paul is one of my favorite, unique personalities in the Bible because God called 
by Paul's own admission, a Pharisee of the Pharisees, to minister to the Gentiles, uh, the group that uh, he certainly would have considered the most um, far away from God's ability to save. Um, So Paul is now ministering to those people, uh, helping them to truly understand that the the God who revealed himself to Paul and made that change in his life is the same God that wants to do the same thing for the Gentile people as well. So, um, you know, sharing those things and, and helping people to understand that everybody really does mean everybody. Uh, God wants to see everybody come to know him. And it doesn't matter religion. Uh, it doesn't matter what they've been doing in the past. It doesn't matter what they look like, what they sound like. Um, so the past is obsolete at that point. Absolutely. Doesn't yeah. matter. It doesn't matter how good you've been or how bad you've been. That's really the point of chapters one and two of Romans. Because mm-hmm. um, there were folks who were reading who had been good people. They'd kept all the laws as best they could, but they were still lost because they couldn't achieve what needed to be achieved through that. And then you had folks who were just reprobates, mm-hmm. the, the Gentiles, as Paul calls them. Uh, they were just given over to a, to a to their sins, to their desires. And they, those would be the folks we think is bad. Right. That past is 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 history. It's gone. It, it doesn't matter. Whosoever means whosoever. Absolutely. So, uh, this, the last part of this passage, verses 14 and 15, we have these rhetorical questions. How does this passage emphasize our responsibility to share this message of believe, confess, and everyone. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, you mentioned it right at the very beginning uh, when you were talking through your introduction. You know, this is a passage that a lot of pastors will refer to as them seeing their mandate uh, to carry this message and uh, confirm that call. And I think that uh, that's absolutely what it is. And it's not just intended for pastors; it's intended for everyone. If we can use that term again, yeah. <laughs> you know, if we're I believers, see a theme here. <laughs> <laughs> if we're believers, then we have a call to share that message with others. Um, it's, you know, there's a fun kid song, this little light of mine, you know, you're not going to hide it under a bushel. You're going to let it shine. So you want to let that light shine. And what that song is really trying to teach is that fact. Uh, if we have the light within us, if we've come to that place where Christ dwells in our heart, then we want to share that with other people. Um, and what Paul is encouraging us to do is to share it with as many people as we come in contact with uh, because um, people can't follow Christ unless they know who he is. And they can't know who he is unless somebody will tell them. Yeah, a practice that might help us as believers is carrying around the names of people we know who are lost and praying for them on a daily basis. That's something that's been put on, put a challenge been placed back in my life the past year or so, where I have a list of people who I know who are not believers and carrying it around and praying for them each and every day. That's brought a new intensity, new insight into this, this passage for one, of being ready to share and knowing that I'm, I'm, I'm looking for folks and looking for opportunities to share. But that practice is something that's been helpful. Any other key ideas you'd want to bring out in this particular passage? I don't think so. Um, Let me just highlight a couple things in the the adult leader pack that may be helpful for this lesson. Uh, It's pack items 3 and 11. They work together. 
Pack Item 3 is a big poster, and Pack Item 3 is a handout. On those two things, you, they're both labeled the Romans Road, uh, and they have listed the five verses from what typically is thought of as the Romans Road, which is Romans 3.23, Romans 6.23, Romans 5.8, Romans 10.9 and 10, and Romans 10.13. If you'll notice, two of the five passages are out of this particular section of Romans. So I would encourage you to, to use this pack item to highlight these verses. Um, make sure that folks have the handout. They can use this as a way, a quick re- reference to share with their friends and others about Christ, just carrying it with them and pulling it out, having that reference point to share. They could take this, mark it in their Bibles uh, so that they know that may be one thing you do during the group time is walk through all five of these passages and have them look at all five of these verses and mark them so that they may, you may have 323 and you may put the page number for, the, for 623 so they know to turn to that next page. And then 5-8, which is going backwards from 623, and then moving forward to 10, 9, and 10, writing in their margins the page numbers and the, and the reference, and maybe a prompt on how that relates to the Romans Road. On that handout, you'll see some things on there like with Romans 5-8. Jesus Christ paid the penalty for our sin. That may be a note in the margin for verses 9 and 10 uh, on the handout. It says, if we repent of our sin, then confess Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. We will be saved from our sins. We may put that in the margin so that gives us a prompt to use an actual Bible to share with other folks about Christ. Tim, thank you for being with us today. We appreciate it very much. Next week, we'll be looking at session 10, and we'll be looking at chapter 11, and one of the more difficult passages to interpret in all of Romans as we look at what Israel and the role Israel has in God's redemptive plan.